Welcome to episode number nine of the Build From Here podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking with Marty Haynes, who's a great CGA member. He's been with us for a long time, and we're going to be talking through you know, his story, his journey of how he got into training his dogs and, you know, how he's been successful at hunt tests. So for those that are interested in hunt tests, this is going to be an excellent episode for you to dive in. And I've got to say, Marty gives some incredible tips. Pay close attention. You're not going to want to miss it. Let's dive in. You're listening to the Build From Here podcast, a podcast for the hunter and sporting dog enthusiast alike. Join your host, Joshua Parvin, as he interviews retriever owners and discusses the trials and triumphs that lead to a great gun dog. Build From Here is presented by Cornerstone Gun Dog Academy, online resources to help you train your retriever. Now, your host, Joshua Parvin. Welcome to episode number nine of the Build From Here podcast. This episode is going to be great. We've got an incredible CGA member, Marty Haynes, and he's going to be sharing some really, really valuable insights, especially for those that are interested in jumping into some hunt tests. So uh, let's not wait any longer. How's it going, Marty? It's going great, man. How y'all doing? Oh, doing really well. Doing really well. Glad to have you on, and uh, I've really been looking forward to this. It's... um, it's going to be great. How's the weather out your way? Is it still pretty hot? Uh, it's, uh, it was, it actually cooled off a little this morning. You know, I got, we got out about seven o'clock this morning and, uh, we, uh, me and a buddy of mine, Sawyer Brown, and we had a really good, uh, training session, uh, with, uh, my two dogs and his dog. And, uh, uh, we run a little, uh, finish level, uh, land set up and, uh, and, uh, all the dogs look really good. Uh, could have been more pleased so that makes you feel good when you have a good training day i can tell you that oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh, so marty uh, just to give everyone a little background on your story i would in fact i haven't heard your story i would love to hear uh you know how you got into to hunting and and then got into dogs was it dogs first hunting second or hunting first dogs well it was well it was pretty much uh you know i grew up uh i grew up in uh in South Alabama, a little town, a little town called Saraland, just north of Mobile, and uh, and I grew up fishing and hunting, you know, deer hunting and a little turkey hunting, you know, and uh, mainly a lot of fishing, you know. Uh, but you know, me and my dad done a lot of outdoor stuff together, and uh, and uh, you know, we, I was around dogs, you know, a lot of the deer hunting clubs we were in, you know, they ran dogs and stuff, and uh, but um, I guess it was, uh, uh, you know. Uh, Right after high school, I, I joined the Air Force, and I was in the Air Force for four years, and that's how I, I wound up here. You know where I'm at now in Caledonia, Mississippi. I worked at the uh, I worked at the Air Force base for the last 33 years, so I came here right after I got out of, out of the Air Force, and you know, I was in aircraft maintenance. So uh, wow, you know that's that's what I do. And then I well, right thank you for I your service. Here, we appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. And um, but uh, right after I got here. Um, I'd always want something I'd always wanted to do was, uh, you know, coon hunt. So, um, uh, I kind of got into that and got a, got a dog and, and I met some guys and, uh, started coon hunting, but I coon hunted for about 10 years and, you know, run some competition hunts and and that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, I had quite a few dogs over those 10 years and, and, uh, and, uh, and then, uh, you know, you know, time moved on and, uh, 
I kind of got out of the coon hunting thing, but during that time, I always had a lab, you know, yeah. and, uh, and I would, I would, I would, uh, have started, you know, duck hunting a little bit here and there, but by no means were they, uh, you know, finished dogs or, you know, they, you know, they could, you know, you could take them and they would, you know, as long as you kept them on a lead, you know, you know, they weren't steady or anything, you know, <laughs> but, they would, <laughs> but, but, uh, you know, but, uh, I'd always wanted to, to train a, train a dog, you know, and, uh, I guess about six years ago that my the chocolate, the chocolate last chocolate lab I had, he, uh, he was 14 and he died. And oh man. Went a, went a couple of years and, um, and, uh, me and the wife talked about, it, so we was going to get a, you know, get another dog. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, I got a, got a, got a dog and I, I called him Finn. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get in on, into what kennel I got him from, but mm-hmm. just make a, uh, a long story short, he didn't work out for me. Uh, he oh, didn't, man. uh, he didn't like the water, you know, and, um, and I, my, you know, what I was wanting was a, was a duck dog, a water dog. And I, no matter right. what I did, I, I just could not get him to, to like the water. He would tolerate it in the warmer, you know, in the, when it was a little bit warmer, but, um, when it got cold, I mean, you know, he had just pretty much shut down on it. He just couldn't, couldn't take it. So yeah, it wasn't for him. But anyways, and during that, during that time, I was looking, you know, maybe getting another one. And, uh, and I found Southern Oak Kennels, uh, you know, and I was kind of watching them on Facebook, reading up about them, getting on their website. And it kind of, you know, really kind of, uh, you know, kind of interested me. So I got a hold yeah. of Barton and got on a, a list to get a puppy. And, um, and, um, and everything, and I, you know, uh, it was kind of along that time. Y'all was kind of trying to get the cornerstone thing off the ground as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, he put a post out there that he had uh, had some imports, you know, and uh, that and he was, uh, you know, they were available. And I, I got a hold of him and asked if I could just move my deposit off that litter to one of his imports. And he said sure. And I got a, uh, I got a uh, Coda. And, uh, Coda. Yeah, yeah, and he's a he's a yellow lab, and uh, he's off of uh, Fenderwood Bailey. Uh, he's a Fenderwood nice. Bailey's a 2016 IGL champion, and uh, oh boy, that's nice. And uh, he's bred really good, and uh, I um and uh, I was kind of watching the cornerstone thing, you know, and I was trying to get it off the ground. Y'all was putting those things out there, you know, about where if you you know you know buy into it right now, you'll be a, a founding member, a lifetime member, and I, yeah. After reading about it, and I was like, you know, there's no way this can't be a good thing for the guy wanting to train his own dog. I mean, this has got, this has got to be the, you know, the the best thing out there, you know. So, uh, so I went on ahead, you know, and uh, you know, signed up, and you know, and I, you know, started using it with uh, with Coda, you know, and he just come along really great, you know, and all the little, you know, any little problem I'd run into, you know, I was always able to, you know, either. You know, I'd met a lot of guys, you know, like uh, Barton and Parrish Major. And, mm-hmm. You know, I, if I, you know, Parrish was real good if I would send him a message about something, you know, that I wasn't sure about. You know, he would always, you know, help me out. You know, he, he was really good at, you know, solving problems, little things, you know. So he helped me out a good bit. And, um, but uh, I said, Coda, he's, uh, he, he coming along great working through the whole Cornerstone program and, um, and, uh, and I guess he was, uh, he was about a year and a half old when I got a, I got another pup, uh, called him Bear. And, uh, and, uh, you know, he was, uh, he come from up at, uh, from Don and Wally up at SOK North. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
and uh, he was off of Hank and Dixie, and uh, <clears throat> I'll be honest with you, he was the easiest dog that I've ever trained. I mean, he really, <laughs> he was one of those dogs, he was, he, he was one of those dogs that you could, show him, you could show him something once or twice, and I mean, he's got it, you know, wow. and, uh, and, I, and I started him out, you know, on Cornerstone, and started working him through it, you know, and uh, <clears throat> and he was doing really good and uh, exceptionally well. And uh, some, uh, some guys I worked with that duck hunted a little bit and had dabbled in the hunt test and stuff, they was kind of poking at me about, you know, you need to, you know, you need to start, you know, running with some hunt tests and, you know, try to get a champion title and everything. So I yes, thought about point, it a little you bit. Were probably just, you were probably <laughs> just, you were along the hunting lines, I guess. You, were, you weren't yeah, really, really yeah, thinking was, about hunt tests. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't really, you know, when I got into it, I wasn't really, you know, hunt hunt test wasn't really, you know, what I was. But what my my main goal was, I just wanted to have, I wanted to train the dog from start to finish myself that I could take to the duck hole or the duck blind with my friends and have something to be proud of, you know. That was, yeah. You know, you know that that was my main goal, and uh, and I did that. You know, uh, both dogs are really, you know, really great. You know, they're uh, they done. All did good on their first hunting seasons, and and uh, this last year was Coda's second, and it was Bear's first hunting season, and I couldn't have been more pleased with you know with the way they uh, did during hunting season. You know they 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 amazed me with some stuff. You know I put them in some situations that I really had never you know put them in. You know uh, hunted bear out of a you know really big blind. You know a huge blind. Mm-hmm. It was one of those that's got a, a stove and heaters and you know dog platform on each end. Oh, yeah. He had never even been in anything like that, you know, and um, <laughs> and uh, he took he took to it like he'd been doing it his whole life. I mean, I mean, he picked up he picked up about twenty ducks that that weekend, and uh, me and another guy was hunting out of it, and <clears throat> and um, you know, like I said, I couldn't. He read one, one volley come in, we knocked down five. He picked three of them up clean, and uh, I handled him to the other two. Perfect, you know. He just he just looked really good. And that's right got to make it feel the good right there. <laughs> yeah. He'd come back up the ramp, shove the duck in there in your hand, and he was right back out there waiting <laughs> on the next one, you know. So he was he, he caught on to that really good, you know. I was super proud of him and then um uh, you know, kinda of back to the hunt test thing, you know, I um I decided I'm gonna, I'm gonna just get into it and I'm I got Bear, he's doing really good and he's young and I'm gonna I'm gonna start him right at right at the beginning. I'm gonna run him in the started and then going in, into the season and then you know going into the finish category. So I started out. He he done really good. Uh, he was he wasn't quite a year old and uh, wow. he got his started title. <clears throat> and then um, a few months went by, you know, and uh, they started some more hunt test stuff. And I'd been working with him, you know, with, you know trying to run season-level stuff, you know, doubles and blinds and whistle stops and diversions and walk-ups and, you know, all the, you know, all the, you know, all the skills that, you know, that I taught during Cornerstone, you know, you just kind of had to, you know, uh, train that way, you know, you know, you know, you got, you got to uh, run the hunt test, you know, use wingers and, mm-hmm. you know, and that kind of thing, you know, just kind of get your dog used to all that, you know, running marks off of wingers and, and that kind of thing, and uh, I started doing that, and uh, he sailed right on through the season, got his three season passes, and got his season titled, and then I had him <clears throat> signed up this last, um, this last, um, um, this last spring. Yeah. Um, my goal was to have it get his finished title before he turned two, 
And um, so I had him signed up for, uh, I think, four hunt tests. You know, I was going to run him in that spring. And uh, I run the first one and uh, had a little bobble the first day. It was it was, uh, it was was my fault. I <clears throat> He run past the mark, and I let him go too far before I handled him. And he, he hooked back around, got into the area of an old fall, and I and, uh, ended up um, – Ended up getting a couple cash refusals from him, you know, because he was, you know, and uh, <clears throat> so uh, we didn't make it the first day, and mm-hmm. uh, so we kind of, re- I kind of regrouped, you know, and uh, you know, come back home and got a good night's sleep, and we went back the next day, and and uh, we passed uh, passed the second day. He, he run both the water and the land set up, no no problems, and uh, and I was real proud of him, and. Uh, and then the COVID thing hit, and all the rest of the <laughs> hunt test for the spring got canceled. So that kind of put a put a little, you know, little little uh, I don't know what you call it, <laughs> a little damper, a little, slow down on on the whole. Yeah, a little damper in my plan, you know. So, <laughs> but anyway, I got a lot of good training sessions in between last spring and you know in, the, in this <clears throat> in this uh, August, you know. He ought to be ready when, then uh, for these really, next ones. Yeah, I was really, I, I really had him. I really felt like I had him ready, and um, and so we two weeks ago we we run our first, uh, you know, our first finish hunt test, and uh, you know for for the fall I guess you'd say, and uh, he 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 done perfect the first day, you know, uh, got another pass, and then the uh, but I'd heard a lot of the guys that was you know that was running the talking about the land the other land set setup they had, you know, how tough it was. Corey Wages was talking about it. You know, yeah. this, you know this, is a, this is a huge land setup, you know. This is, <laughs> you know, and he said it's real tough. And there was a lot of dogs that wasn't making it, you know. And Oh, man. So, I don't know. I come back that night, you know, and, uh, you know, and uh, we went, me and the wife went back the next day. My wife always goes with me. She likes, you know, she likes watching Bear Run the wow. contest, you know, and she helps me out with the dogs, you know, for, you know, keeping him cool and, you know, that kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And, but um, anyway, so we got back over the second day, and he done real good on the on that morning on the water setup. But I, yeah, I had to use the handle, you know, my handle. You can handle on one mark for the day. And I, and I used my handle, you know, that, that morning on the water. And um, so I had to run that land set up that afternoon without a, without a handle. I didn't have a handle left. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so it, 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 I, it, I was, when I got over there, you know, I, I was the seventeenth dog to run. So I sit there and watch sixteen <laughs> dogs run this like this huge land setup, and not one of them made it through without without having You're the kidding. handle. And I, I would probably say five of those, five or six of those dogs actually, you know, went out. You know, they didn't make it. You know, they got you know. Uh, they were out. You know, oh, I imagine something. you're feeling a little tense at this point right <laughs> yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I said, I was like, well, it is what it is. So, and I was sitting there, and I met this guy. I met a guy from Arkansas. He was he was a pro, you know, and he had a whole mm-hmm. trailer full full of dogs. And he was like, he was like, look, man, he said, he said it is what it is. He said, he said, just put your whistle down. Don't even think about your whistle. He said, just. <laughs> Just let let the dog go. He said, "Don't don't touch that whistle unless you hear one of the judges say you need to handle your dog." So, <laughs> so we got set up, you know, and you know he done real good. You know, he marked all three birds, you know, and he took off on the go bird. You know, it was about 125 yards out, kind of around a little point of a pond, and he stepped on it, come back, looked around, was locked in on the 
on the second bird, which is about 70 yards out. And, and he's, you know, perfect, stepped on it, come back, and I said, okay, we're looking pretty good, you know. And the, the, third, the third bird was kind of down a steep, you know, kind of steep uh, mm-hmm. little hill, and it was a low spot down there, and it did come out from tough. left to right and kind of landed in some thick grass down there in that low spot. But then the hill coming up, I mean, it was probably – 300 yards from there to the back of the, that field we was in. And, and he just, he took off, hit the bottom, run right past the bird and started up the hill, you oh. know, just in a straight line, just going and going. <laughs> he went about 100 yards past that mark. And all of a sudden, like a switch went off and he just wheeled around like, oh, I went too far. <laughs> and he just started hunting. He hunted straight back down that hill all the way back down to the, the bottom. And I could tell whenever he, you know, caught wind of the duck and he made a one little loop and owned in on it and grabbed it. You know, come wow. back up. You know, and I was, I was like, <laughs> like I said, I, I don't even think I breathed through that whole, <laughs> you know, retrieve. And he come back and you know, sat down beside me and, and the judge behind me said, "Well, you can breathe now." <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I, I took the duck and I was. He's he's pretty good. He runs really good blinds. You know, and I was pretty sure you know, I'm. Uh, I was pretty sure, you know, I, the, the blind and the diversion wasn't going to be no problem. And I, I run the uh, run the blind. I think four whistles. He picked it up and brought it back, and and uh, that was it, man. Wow. <laughs> so you know, what I like about what I'm hearing there is that you know he took that straight line, even though he ran over, which yeah, that's a difficult mark in and of itself, and down kind yeah. of in a hole a bit and thick grass. That's mm-hmm. an e- easy. That would that's a classic for dogs to. To overrun, but yeah. I, what I do like is that you just saw it like he he just switched over. He's like, "Oh man, I've just gone too far," and he came straight back, which tells me yeah. you've really done. You know, you've done a lot with your training. You've put in the work you you need to. Oh, yeah. um, you know, we were talking about your training. You, you train, and, and for everyone that's hearing this, you know, you it sounds like you're having tons of great success, and you are. I mean, your dogs are doing very well, and you've moved oh, yeah. them through the training very quickly, and they're they're doing yeah. well. But, you know, it's for a specific reason. We've talked a good bit and you train a lot. I mean, you put in, you put in the work. Tell, tell me a little about kind of your, your normal, normal weekly routine with your dogs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do the same. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, that's one good thing. I mean, I'm pretty, um, you know, I'm pretty, uh, every day. I mean, I got a, you know, a, a, you know, I guess a training schedule that I try to stick to, um, Every morning, um, I get up and uh, before I go to work, and uh, I'll spend about uh, I don't know thirty to forty minutes with uh, Coda and Bear. We'll just go out. Basically, all we do in the mornings is is we go on a long walk. I'll stop along, you know, some grassy fields and stuff along the way that I got permission to train in, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll just do basic obedience. You know, I may sit them out there, call them back to me, do some whistle stops. Um, you know, I'll, uh, I may, I'll take a, sometimes I'll take a bucket with me and we'll just sit down and we'll work on, you know, I'll take a, you know, some, some type of a, a healing stick or something I can just point with, you know, like a gun. Yeah. We'll sit down on that bucket and we'll work on, you're just spinning on the bucket, you know, you know, basically marking off the gun barrel, getting them used to turning with me, you know, and, um, I kind of, when I do that, I'll kind of run like the, like the wagon wheel drill, you know, I have four bumpers out and I'll just spin on that bucket. And I have the dog, I'll go both ways and I may go all the way around and I'll stop and I'll be pointing and I'll say the dog's name. I'll let him make a retrieve, you know, but the main thing I'm working on is just 
you know, simple obedient stuff that in the mornings, you know, yeah. that, um, you know, I may, I may run a, a baseball drill or a tea drill, you know, or just, um, uh, you know, just, and, uh, of course, always, you know, heel work and, you know, sitting to the whistle, some whistle stops, you know, just that kind of stuff in the mornings and then come back, put them in their kennels and, uh, go to work and, and, uh, you know, of course, during the course of the day, I'll kind of be thinking about, you know, what I want to work on that evening, yeah. where I want to go, what kind of setup I want to make, you know, and I kind of have it in my head, you know, and, uh, you know, who I'm going to, you know, train with, you know, like I said, I got a, uh, a few guys, younger guys that, uh, that, uh, I'm trying with and they go with me some, sometimes I train by myself, you know, if I, um, if I can't go, but when I get home in the evenings, I use, right now I usually leave the house about six or six thirty and, uh, in my, on my uh, on my Yamaha Viking, and you know, I got it loaded up with wing groups, personal launchers, <laughs> and any kind of any kind of piece of training equipment you can think of, you know. And, uh, and we'll head out to you know a water hole or a, you know a, a hay field or you know something, and uh, we'll uh, we'll you know actually do their gun dog work. You know, uh, I might run a setup, you know, uh, you know some marks and blinds, you know, or I might just. Uh, take the dog with a shoulder launcher and just walk around and just do some like some walk ups, you know, just yeah. you know, just you know, just working on, you know, just just keeping them sharp, you know. Yeah, uh, whatever you feel like you know. they need to at the time. Because yeah. you've already worked yeah. through most I'm assuming you've already worked through all of the the program currently. Oh yeah, I worked on you know, and I and I, like I said I still you know, I still use all that stuff, you know. You know, um you know, I'm constantly going back, um you know, through my, uh, through my lesson planners, you know, and, uh, you know, and always, I, every day, you know, I always work them on something, and, you know, uh, you know, in the advanced gun dog skills, like today during a setup, you know, <clears throat> what I've done is, um, I had a, like a double setup and, uh, and, uh, so I would, um, and I had my, you know, my shot, I shot two off the, uh, wingers mm-hmm. and then, and then I would shoot. The, the go bird, you know, off of the shoulder launcher. And I treat it like a no bird. The last one that fell out because I was wanting to just know him off of it. It's like a poison right. bird. I would say no. And then we'd turn and he'd pick up the other two first before he uh, would go pick that up. So, I mean, I'm, you know, always working on, um, you know, cornerstone, you know, stuff, you know, um, you know, I, I like to go out and run like the, the tea drill on land and water and, you know, uh, sometimes I'll, uh, not too long ago, I set up, you know, like the, uh, the X drill and one, run both draws on like an X, you know, the X drill, you know, that, and then, um, you know, I just, uh, do a lot of something. Some days I'll go out and I'll put three blind poles out, you know, one at 50, one at 200, one at, you know, a hundred, you know, and I'll just, we'll just run blinds, you know, <laughs> and, uh, or maybe, maybe some blinds with a no bird, you know, just, just, you know, just constantly working back through all that stuff, you know. That's fantastic. And, uh, but so you're I really mean, keeping you know, them really sharp on everything. But yeah, I, I take them out twice a day, you know. Uh, uh, sometimes I don't, uh, a lot of times uh, on Sundays I don't train. I'll take Sundays off, you know. So I yeah. go to church on Sunday mornings and I'm uh, one of the instrumentalists at our church. I play the guitar and I praise things. Oh, so, wow, that's awesome. You know, I'm, a, I'm there, you know, at church from about seven o'clock to about 12 o'clock every Sunday morning. So a lot of times I'll, uh, I'll take Sunday off or if I do do something with them, you know, I just, you know, just, you know, go somewhere and do something, you know, short and simple, you know, some basic obedience stuff just to, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Maybe, maybe hide some tennis balls down the edge of a fence row and 
just, you know, do some little, you know, moss bird hunt drills or, you know, something, you know, just to, you know, just awesome. to get them out and, you know. <laughs> Keeping you know, them sharp. But, uh, Keeping them real sharp. Oh, yeah. Now, how do you, yeah. how, how, um, your first hunting season, so you, you just had, you said Bear was hit, he just, uh, last season was his first hunting season. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, and I and I, I spent a lot of time with him this uh, last hunting season. I'm not, you know, uh, I, I pretty much about the only time I get to hunt, you know, is on Saturdays, and mm-hmm. you know, if there's a holiday or if I take a day off, you know, but uh, <clears throat> but uh, I I hunted, you know, just about every Saturday and uh, you know a few other days, you know, but I got uh, several guys, you know, good friends, you know, that I uh, got a good good friend that I work with. He's got a really nice nice place over on the. <clears throat> Right off the uh, here in Columbus, Mississippi, um, it's a he got his family owns about 150 acres, and uh, they got a really nice uh, uh, old, old uh, oxbow off the Ten Tom River that's on their property. And it's a really good, uh, really good duck duck hole, you know. And uh, I go over and uh, hunt with him just about every Saturday morning. <laughs> Me and uh, it's kind of like a like a a flooded timber spot, you know, just a lot of trees, and you know, and uh, we had a we killed several limits over there this year, and you know, you know, bear done really good. You know, couldn't uh, have been he was real steady, you know, and you know, marked really well, and you know, picked up a good many ducks over there. And I got a another friend of mine, uh, <clears throat> buddy Hudson. Me and him, uh, he's got his uh, family owns a farm over in Coldwater, and mm-hmm. they got a, a good. Uh, that's that's where I hunted him out of the big blind. His cousin's got couple of big blinds off the cold water river and some you know back water that when the ducks the ducks are down you know it's a really good place so we got we, we got on you know some mallards and some uh some uh shovelers and teal and you know some gadwalls and stuff over there on a couple trips over there but he done really good out of that you know hunting out of that big blind over there so i was um i was real pleased with him but i, I want to get him on uh, i'm gonna try sometime this hunting season i want to I want to go on a goose hunt somewhere, you know. Get oh, him on yeah. A, a, yeah, I've been... Um, you can't beat that. Goose hunting's yeah, a lot I've of act- fun. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I've actually, I've actually been working with him. I got a big uh, goose dock, and then uh, another guy I know, he he, he actually went uh, goose hunting. He got uh, over in the Delta, and he brought me back some a couple of geese, you know, uh, you know, that I could use in training, you know. So I, I'd worked bear last year, you know, or this last spring, you know, <clears throat> on a... Uh, and that dude can bring back that dude can bring back a goose like it's a green wing teal man. He has no he has no problems with a big hawker man. He can he can uh, he grabs it, throws his head up, and here he comes. You know he, he don't have no issues. So, I was, but he's been doing real real good with all that. So I was, I was uh you know I couldn't be more pleased with the way both dogs are have worked through the program. That's fantastic. You know, and um, and uh, like I said, I, I mean it's. I'll be honest with you, I, I look forward to, you know, every morning taking them out and, you know, coming home from work every evening and, you know, uh, you know, I mean, I, I just really enjoy training dogs, you know. And, yeah. And uh, it's kind of become my thing, you know. I, uh, you know, I just, uh, you know, just, just, <laughs> you it's know. It's a passion, it that's for sure. Yeah, keeps, keeps, keeps me active, you know, and, uh, uh, and uh, you know. You know, gives me something to do that I really enjoy doing. You know, I, I look up plan on plan on doing it the rest of my life. So you know, just uh, 
uh, I kind of got another short, another goal. You know, maybe when I get a little closer to retirement, I kind of like to uh, just, uh, you know, have a little, you know, training dog training business. You know, keep one or two client dogs, maybe. You know, uh, oh, you know yeah. just to, to train. You know, uh, I don't care anything really about breeding dogs or raising puppies or you know anything like that. I just like the, you know, the training aspect of it. So, just enjoy you know, working with them. Could, yeah. You know, maybe if I could, uh, you know, just have a little small business in my retirement, you know, just to train the dog, dog here and there. Maybe somebody wants some money in the hunt test, you know, and you know, get their champion title on them or something, you know, some stuff like that. You know, I plan on looking into maybe doing something like that. But I tell you, um, the uh, cornerstone man will turn you into a pro quick, man. If you, if you become, <laughs> if you become, become, you know, you know, apply yourself, you know, learn all you can. You know, it, uh, it, it's really been a, it's really been a ticket for me. I, I, there's no way I could have got these dogs where they were at without it. You know, uh, uh, well, you've just, also uh, put in the really work. Good. You know, I mean, the program works for everyone if if they put in yeah. the work. It's just a matter of getting after it. And, uh, yeah, you, and got, I, you can't, you can't, you got to get out there. I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know they ain't going to trade themselves, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, no, if you leave it up to them, it's not going to be a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it ain't going yeah, to be good at all if you leave it up to them for sure. But, but yeah, they, I'm, like I said, I'm real proud of, uh, I'm real proud of, uh, both of, the, both of them. And, uh, uh, you know, I couldn't be more, more pleased with, uh, with, uh, you know, way everything's worked out, you know, and I, yeah. I thank all you guys, man, for putting that, putting this together, man. I mean, it's just, uh, uh, takes all the guesswork out of knowing exactly what you need to be doing and, you know, how to gauge your dog and where he's at, you know, what you need to be working on. And, you know, uh, we appreciate it a lot. Course, I mean, it means a lot yeah. and it's good to, it's good to see you really putting in the work. Um, and, and also in the hunt test being very successful, I know we do have a lot, uh, a lot of people that are interested in the hunt test, and a lot that have thought about it, maybe just haven't haven't tried it. So your journey from starting, you know, your friends invited you, hey, come mm-hmm. come check it out. What was your first hunt test experience like? Uh, well, you know, like I said, I start I started out, you know, simple, you know, just in the started, you mm-hmm. know, basically started. All your dog has got to do is is uh, on land. Pick up two single marks, and you can you know you can hold on to the dog, you know, hold on to his collar, you know, uh, if you need to, and mm-hmm. uh, basically they'll fling a fling a duck out of a winger. Usually it's not real far, no more than about forty or fifty yards. Goes dog goes out, picks it up, brings it back. All you got to do is get it close enough to you to you know where you know you can you ain't got to deliver the hand or anything started, but. You know, of course, I had Bear delivering the hand, but yeah. But anyway, Miles didn't get it back close enough to where you can bend down and pick it up without, you know, moving from where you're standing at or sitting at. You just got to do, you know, two marks on land and then, and then two marks on water. You know, and I just kind of said I'm going to start right at the beginning, working through started, get a mm-hmm. started title, and then, uh, you know, during that time frame when I was, you know, you know, working started, as soon as I'd run him on land, you know, I would. I'd uh, pick up and run over and, you know, watch, uh, uh, you know, Corey or somebody or if it was running seasoned or finished mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, I'd watch them, you know, kind of see what's going on over there, you know, so I would kind of learn, learn, you know, what, you know, what I need to be working on. And uh, I'd always go watch a, a, a seasoned or a, a finished 
set up, you know, and kind of just, you know, you know, you know, learning, you know, and then I, you know, once I worked and push started, you know, which is, you know, the easiest, you know, when you're, you're first getting into it, you know, yeah. you know with your young dog, you know, and then, uh, and there's a big jump from started to season. Yeah. Because, you know, you, your dog's, your dog's got to be steady, you know, uh, your dog's got to be able to run, you know, a double mark, you know, without your help. He's got to be able to run a simple blind, you know, they usually don't make it too hard, you know, maybe, you know, 50, 60 yards, you know, blind, you know, he's got to, he's got to handle the diversion. Um, he's got to be able to do a walk up. So, I mean, there's a lot too moving from, <clears throat> from started to up to season. And then, um, it's not, it's not such a big jump going from season to finished, you know, of course they expect, they expect a little bit more out of your dog, you know, right. you know, uh, of course you, you move from a double to a triple mark, you know, and then, um, and then, you know, that's pretty much the, you know, the only difference. So, um. And of course, you know, they'll lengthen everything out, you know, you, you know, you can get longer blinds, you know, longer marks, you know, that kind of thing. But, uh, but once your dog's running at a season level, it's pretty, you know, pretty easy to, you know, go ahead and, you know, lengthen things out, and, uh, right. you know, you know work, work on, uh, work on getting them ready for finish, you know, but, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, it's, you know, you can meet up, you know, with different people, you know, I'll, you know, I got some guys over and start while I go over and, train with some, you know, and a lot of times I'll uh, go over and train with uh, Corey Wages and um, Mike Faulkner, you know, uh, I'll, I'll head over that way, you know, whenever they invite me and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll train over there with them, you know, I just, you know, we just uh, get together, make it, getting ready, make it happen. getting ready for the hunt test, back to your question on that is, you know, I would recommend anybody wanting to get into it, no matter <clears throat> what level their dog is, you know, I would kind of start out you know, uh, you know, and started, you know, and just, you know, just work your way through, you know, and, and once you work one dog all the way through it, you know, you know, you can, uh, gauge, you know, where you want to go from there. You, know. <clears throat> you want to, you know, keep running, you know, and maybe think about running the grand at some point in time or, you know, or just keep running your dog and finish and accumulating points, you know, and that kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. keeping your dog sharp, you know, I think the, those HRC events, you know, they're really good at, you know, they, they set up kind of as close as possible to a, you know, hunting scenario, you know. That, right. Uh, it, 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 like I said, I enjoy it. You meet a lot of really, you know, really, you know, cool people, you know, and a lot of great people and make a lot of friends, and, you know, you know, uh, you know, maybe meet, meet up with somebody you might end up going hunting with or get together training with or, you know, you know, all kinds of stuff. I, I have a really good time, you know, That's uh, awesome. at the uh, HRC events. You know? So you feel like so, the, when you, so when you say go starting at the beginning, do you feel like that prepared you, really helped give you a feel for it, like an easy uh, entry yeah, think, entry point for you? Yeah, I think, I think somebody that's never done it before, you know, I think for them to say, I'm just going to run up here and, you know, start right and finish, you know, you know, they may have a <laughs> two-year-old dog that's running pretty good. They think, okay, he's, you know, and then, you know, start, start right in, uh, you know, finish, you know, I think for somebody that's just never done it before, I think if they just take their dog and go from start out and started, you know, and you only, you only got four started passes. If you get four started passes, then you need three season passes to get the season title. Right. And then going into, you know, going, then you're ready, for, you know, you'll be ready for finish and, and you can, um, only need four uh, finish passes to get your, uh, your champion title. So. 
you know, it's, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's, uh, it, it really worked for me, you know, and it kind of, kind of built my confidence as a handler, you know, uh, you know, you know, uh, getting into it, you know, yeah. and, uh, and then, you know, now I, you know, I feel pretty, pretty comfortable, you know, I got, you know, I got a dog that, you know, when I step up to the line, you know, I feel, I got a, I feel real confident that he's going to succeed, you know, and do really good, you know, so. That's awesome. You've shared a lot of good tips there um, for people. If they'll put it, number one, training, putting in the work. Um, yeah, number that's, two, that's <laughs> number two, getting them comfortable with working with other people and, and then also getting out, to, getting out to the test, see what it's all about. Uh, like you yeah. said, you kind of have to train for the test. You know, the training is yeah. regular hunting training is, is great, but you've also got to get, get prepared for those tests. Now yeah, for, and, for you and bear, what, what are you, are you going to go when you get your championship? Or are you going to stop there with that title or what, what do you see? With no, I, bear I in actually, the future? Uh, yeah, I actually, um, I want, I'm going to get his, uh, I'm going to finish out his champion title and hopefully, uh, here in a couple of weeks. And, uh, and then, uh, of course, I'm on any, I'm going to keep running him in any HRC events, you know, that's around me that I can, you know, that's close enough that I can go to, you know. Um, I think there's another one in November, you know, that, uh, that I'm going to run him in. And, um, but, uh, I'm going to get with some guys that uh, I've met at the hunt test that are, you know, a lot more experienced and have run the, you know, the grand events and stuff, you know, and met quite a few guys and I'm going to try to get with them and, and just um, train with them a little bit and, uh, you know, try to get me headed toward the, you know, in the direction, you know, I know exactly what, mm-hmm. you know, they'll be looking for, what I need to train for to run, run bear in the grand. I would like to go and uh, get his grand champion title too. That'd so be incredible. Yeah. So that's, that would be, that's going to be my, that's going to be my next goal after I get this, uh, champion title is, uh, I'm going to try to go ahead and, uh, probably I may not, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'll have him ready for this fall. For this fall's grand, yeah. But uh, I'm almost. I'm gonna train in the next the the, the spring grand. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they're gonna have it. They're gonna try to have it. It was supposed to be in Grenada this last spring, but it got mm-hmm. canceled because COVID. I think they're gonna try to have it in Grenada. Uh, you know, in the spring of uh, of, uh, of 21. So yeah, I'm I want to have him ready, and I want that to be his first grand event. Wow. Is, uh, you know, there in Grenada, and then, and then after that, you know, I'll, I'll try to wherever they have it at the fall of twenty one. I'll try to get him, get him in on that one too. And I'm just, gonna, you know, I'm, you know, I may not, you know, it may not, uh, I may have to, you know, may take a few years, and because they only do do it twice a year, but you know, right. it may take a few years for I get his grand title. But you know, it's no big deal, you know, no either. So I'll, you know, just keep working at it, you know, and. Uh, and I'm I'm hoping that it uh it all works out the way I plan for it too. So well, if you keep putting in the work, I'm I'm sure I'm sure it'll work out just just fine for y'all. Uh, one other question oh, yeah. I, I have thinking about this. So how how do you feel? So you you've been putting in the work. You've you've started you started these dogs and you've worked them all through the our program our course the complete academy there. How do you feel? all of that prepared you for, you know, what you're, what you're training for now? I, well, I, I really feel like, uh, you know, that if you, if you start your dog in cornerstone and, um, from the, the basic obedience module, you know, all the way through, um, um, you know, that all the advanced gun dog skills and, you know, and your dog's fluent and all that stuff. I mean, 
I mean, you really, you know, you should have a dog that you could, you know, go hunting, uh, hunt, uh, duck hunt, or, you know, up and hunt, or, or, um, or with a little, with just a little bit of, um, you know, um, you know, like, uh, I mean, really it's all the skills you need for the hunt test too, but you know, there's, Gotta practice there's some other those things involved, factors in a hunt test, you know, you got so much, uh, so much going on, you know, so many other dogs, I mean, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff you need to expose your dog to, you know, you need to, that's what you need the equipment to train with, you know, you need to, you know, you need to be, you know, you know, running off, you know, running, retrieving real ducks with wingers and, mm-hmm. you know, in, in areas where there's been a lot of other dogs, you know, all that, all those uh, factors, you know, play in, you know, but as far as the cornerstone itself, I mean, I mean, all of the, the, the everything you need to train your dog to, to getting ready for, to, to hunt or to run a hunt test. I mean, it's, uh, I, I really don't see, uh, you know, I don't see any holes in it at all. I mean, it's just a, it's a great program, yeah. you know. And um, I don't like to say with just a little tweaking, you know, for to you know get your dog ready for the hunt test type stuff. But you know, if he's got all those skills, I mean, it shouldn't really be, you know, shouldn't be that difficult at all, you know, to to have your dog ready to you know, to run a you know a season or finish level. Uh, you know, uh, 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 HRC event, you know, yeah. I think yeah, one thing that be. you were talking about earlier, um, I feel like probably even a lot of people, uh, you know, I heard, I know you mentioned you've got to prepare for those tests specifically. Um, mm-hmm. and, and for doing that, I mean, it's kind of like learning the game, but the other thing you talked about was the obedience that you were, that you were doing, um, that you do every morning, that obedience well, that yes. you do, it kind of really prepares you for it, especially like practicing on, you know, the sliding back and forth on, on the, the bucket, oh, yeah. teaching your dog. To oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're getting your dog to mark, to mark off, off the gun barrel and, and spin with you. He, when, a, when a mark hits the ground and, you know, he marks it, and then, I, you know, I'll either stay, um, whenever I spin on the bucket, you know, I'll say heel, and he'll spin right with me, and he, he and he'll, you know, he'll mark the next bird, and then I'll spin, and, same thing. He's got to mark that bird and then get ready to mark the next one, you know, and follow your gun barrel and you around, whether you're standing or sitting, it don't matter either one. Yeah. He's got to, he's got to, he's got to mark those birds as they fall. And, uh, you know, that's, I've seen a lot of, a lot of dogs, uh, even good dogs, um, you know, fail in a hunt test because they just don't want, um, the, the first bird to hit the ground, the handler ain't even looking at the dog. The dog's focused on the first bird that, it fell, he'll spin, fire to second bird, fire to third bird. The dog's still looking at the first one. He don't know where the other two are at. So now, now he's <laughs> That's in trouble. That's not good. Yeah, he's in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> he's in big trouble, you know. So, uh, you know, all those little things, you know, like that, you know, uh, that you can train for just, you know, in the morning time, you know, it only takes five or ten minutes to get out there and, and do something like that with your dog, you know, uh, and it pays huge dividends and, uh, you know, even in a hunting situation, I mean, when your dog's sitting along beside you and you're duck hunting or um, in a duck blind or you're out in the field pheasant hunting or something, you know, you you know, you want your dog to mark the mark the birds, you know, um, and make make kill, you know, shoot one and then then another one, you know, you want it to mark them, you know, and all that right. stuff um, transitions right over into to the to the hunting hunting 
uh, to the hunting too. So uh, that's you know, awesome. Said, uh, both of my dogs look they they did really good. I, I was really pleased with their with their uh, their first hunting seasons and their COVID second season and bears first season. Uh, you know they uh, they, uh, they 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 impressed me. You know uh, a lot of times <laughs> I think well I you know I I hadn't really I didn't feel like I really prepared them for it but. With all the training that I did, you know, they uh, they uh, always, you know, uh, come through for me, you know. So, yeah, they're always going to fall back on that training. So if you don't put in, yeah. if you don't put the reps in, you know, if you've <laughs> got to really, you got to really put those reps in. If you get out yeah, there and you're yeah. working them, and you know, one thing you just do a little bit of work on one thing, and you haven't put enough reps in, and then more often than not, when you're out there, they're doing yeah. something wrong, then. You yeah. can probably go yeah. ahead and expect that <laughs> in the yeah, real, in I mean, the real and, world. Yeah, and another thing, you know, you got to prepare your dog for for hunting and hunt tests. You know, a lot of times they'll run a blind right back through the area of an old fall. You oh know? yeah, uh, and uh, at hunting too. You know, you know, you may have a bird fall out here and then another one beyond it. You know, you know, you got to be able to. You know, your dog's got to you know, you know, work with you. You know, and to run those. Uh, run those marks and those blinds through an area of an old fall without, without hanging up and, you know, that old scent stuff, you know. Uh, That's always know, tougher just, just, for some dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for a lot of yeah, dogs, really. Know. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, they'll, <clears throat> uh, in the, like I said, that land test I run, uh, they run the blind was right back through the arc of the second bird, you know. Mm. I mean, it was just, and uh, that that got a bunch of dollars right there. As soon as they would get to that arc, they'd shoot right to the left. Yep. Right back out there where they had picked a bird, a bird, a bird up at getting that old scent. Mm. And they get they get uh, they get three uh, cast refusals or refusal to sit to the whistle, you know, and or, you know or they sit to the whistle and they look and you give them a hand signal and they go right back to hunting right where they're at, you know. It don't take but just a second. You're you're out. You know, so <laughs> you got you got you got to work on all that stuff. You know, that's some of the things I was you know saying. You know, you got to you see in the hunt test. You know, things you need to work on. You know, and I work on. I run a lot of of blinds through the area of an old fall, or either mm-hmm. I'll put up two marks. You know, where you got one close, one on you know fifty or sixty yards beyond it, where you got to. You know, run right in, you know, run your march straight in line with each other, you know, or blind mm-hmm. through there, you know, fall, you know, just working all that kind of stuff, you know. And, uh, like wow. I said, just put in your, put in your, uh, put in your work and, uh, you know, and, uh, kind of, you know, kind of think about what your dog is going to be, you know, up against and, you know, in the hunt, hunting or, um, or, um, or also in a hunt test. And I, I'll share one other little thing uh, that uh, a problem I run into with uh, during uh, hunting season, mm-hmm. which is my fault. I never trained for it, but uh, you know, most of all the blind retrieves that I'd made, you know, you know, on land or even in, in water, you know, was not uh, was fairly open, you know. But uh, we was hunting uh, in a lot of uh, you know kind of flooded timber type uh, scenarios and. And you try to push a dog back through flooded timber on a blind retrieve, you know, where there's tons of trees. And every time he spins, there's a tree in between you and him. And there's ducks in all over the water, you know. I mean, <laughs> that's, a, that, that's real tough, you know. So <laughs> so uh, I fully intend, uh, as soon as it cools off, I got some really good uh, uh, flooded timber uh, spots on the hunting lease I'm in. Uh, there behind the Air Force Base, uh, I'm in a hunting club that's got a lot of land down on the river. There's a lot of 
some good flooded areas back in there. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get back in there and I'm gonna I'm gonna do some uh, line retrieves in that flooded tr- in that flooded timber, and we're gonna be a little bit more uh, prepared this hunting season. But that was one. That was just an example of something that I run into that I never really even thought about. You know, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, running a trying to send a dog on a, a blind retrieve through a lot of you know thick uh, uh, flooded uh, timber. There's a lot of trees and some some swimming water, you know, and you know it's just uh, it's it, tough. It, it, it's tough. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just have to. You know, it's you, it's hard to prepare for every single thing. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you just gotta you know learn through experience. You know, like in that yeah. situation for you, I mean, you know, if you're if you're out there and you're especially if for someone that doesn't have a dog yet that that's into mm-hmm. hunting, and you're seeing dogs work, you, you know, a lot of times when you're out there hunting, you're not thinking about those type of things. You know, when nope. if you're only hunting, you're thinking about the birds that are coming in, but you got the guy that's what? working the dog. Well, he's got other things to be thinking about too, which would be that right. situation specifically. So, that's a great, yeah. a great little extra tip to to be thinking about and and just try to think a little outside the box. What would be one mm-hmm. one thing, one final final thoughts here for for someone? You know, you, you got into this, you came from just fishing and all of that, and you went through coon uh, coon mm-hmm. hunting with those dogs, and then transitioning. What what would be your final thoughts for someone that? It's considering getting their lab and training it for for the first time themselves. Well, well, the, the the one of the best tips that I can give anybody about getting their first dog is its first thing is is, is do your homework. Yeah. Pick a good uh, pick a good breeder that's breeding really good dogs. I mean, sure, you may have to pay a little bit more for that dog, but in the long run, uh, you know that's going to help you out a bunch. You know, pick. You know, pick you a good, a good reputable breeder and talk to them and tell them what you want to do with the dog and uh, and uh, you know and, and set yourself up for success right there to begin with and then um, and I, I can I can't recommend uh, Cornerstone highly and you know, more highly enough to anybody that's wanting to train their own dog. I mean, you'll you'll start out with a good good prospect and and uh, start him right out at the beginning and. Um, and just uh, you know, working through the program, and uh, I'm actually um, I'm actually on a, a list to get another puppy in 2022. Oh boy! And uh, and I and I and I plan on uh, you know I've, I've watched uh, a lot of the 52 plus, and I mm-hmm. and I plan on when I get that new puppy, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna work I'm, I'm gonna try working right through that 52 plus program. You know, that's awesome. And um, and, I, and I, that's what that's my plans for him, and and then. Of course, you know, with that and the experience I've got, you know, up to now, you know, uh, I feel like he's going to, you know, I think it's all going to be good, you know, but, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm on, I'm on, uh, I'm definitely, uh, definitely, uh, uh you know, looking forward to that. But, uh, you know, like I said, uh, you know, start, start yourself out with a good, a good, well bred pup from, a, you know, somebody that's a, you know, good reputable breeder that breeds good dollars and then, uh, you know, you know, uh, I just thought, I mean, everything's there. I mean, there's uh, cornerstones you need to, uh, you know, to uh, to uh, train your dog. I mean, you, can, uh, you, don't, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to wonder about, you know, what am I going to do today? You know, I don't know. <laughs> you, know you start right, you know, with basic obedience, and then, you know, uh, you know, you don't have to train uh, as much as I do every day, but 
you know, if you can train two or three, four days a week, you know, for you know, a little while, you know, then you can work through it pretty quick and, you know, have a good dog, you know. Uh, um, and then, uh, then once you once you get your dog trained up to, you know, you know, kind of, you know, if doing good on, you know, maybe a season level, if you think you want to, you know, move on into the, try to hunt test, you know, it's, uh, you know, something to think about for sure, you know. Like I said, I have a lot of fun doing it, you know. Meet a lot of good people, so. Yeah, That's awesome. Well, I appreciate yeah. you sharing sharing all of that, your thoughts there. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of really, really good information um, in this, especially just taking, you know, your advice. Uh, again, I want to re-hit on that point as we wrap this up of, you know, you, you're, you have your, you have your training time, like your specific, Hey, we're working on skill sets, you know, drills or setups, but you also have your time where you're bonding with your dog. Uh, you're still maintaining their obedience. You're still making sure that they're, um, complying on all of that, but you're making, you're having fun. You're going on a walk with them. So, um, and some mornings, some mornings I'll be in the house with you. Some mornings if, uh, I get up, you know, and it's, Maybe uh, you know I'm just a little tired, and I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel like it. I'll just, uh, I'll just grab the bucket, walk down here, and you know, uh, uh, we'll, we'll just, we'll just sit there for thirty minutes. You know, and, yeah. uh, I'll drink my coffee, I'll drink my coffee, and I'll pet them on the head. You know, and and they'll just get used to sitting there with me and being calm. And you know, uh, I, I I do that about once every two weeks. I have one of those days where I'll say, you know, I'm just gonna walk down here. We're just gonna hang out together for a few minutes, or if I wake up and it's raining, you know, I'll just go out to the shop and got a big on and come off the front of the shop by the boat out there. And I'll just, we just sit out there by the boat, hang out, you know, and have a cup of coffee and, you know, nice. Yeah, you know, just, just relax, you know, and just get used to, you know, sitting there and being calm when there ain't nothing going on, you know, because you got a lot of that when you go hunt too some days. Oh, yeah. So it's just, you got a lot of that when you go hunting. So that's, in fact, that's some of the most, uh, that's some of the most valuable, most valuable training you can do. So there's another, another tip there. I like grab you a cup of coffee, sit down, (laughs) hang out with your dog and don't do anything. Just let them hang out with you. But, uh, Marty, appreciate you having you on. I appreciate you sharing all that great info and I hope everyone takes it to heart and applies it. I think if they do, they're going to, they're going to do well. So, Pay close yeah, attention. Yeah. Go back, listen to it a couple of times. Make sure you got all that stuff that you need for for your hunt test. If you're into that, or if you're hunting, make sure you just take a lot of time and, and put the work in. If you do it, it's going to turn out well. So, but again, thanks Marty for for coming on. And as always, build from here. Thanks for listening to the Build From Here podcast. To learn more about retriever training or our podcast, visit cornerstonegundogacademy.com slash podcast. Yeah. <laughs>